Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hey, everybody, it's Lorelai. I know this is kind of random, and I think that I wanted to try to do something a little bit different this week, especially since I had a two-week break. I figure, why not a bonus episode, and why not let it be totally random (laughs) so that everybody can enjoy Lorelai's random craziness. (laughs) So I had a couple of things on my mind that I wanted to go over with you guys, and this is going to be completely different than my normal run-of-the-mill episode that I usually have on Saturdays. I'm not going to have crystals. I'm not going to have a crystal of the week or a quote of the week. It's just going to be Lorelei talking about some stuff. And, and so here we go. We're going to talk about some stuff. So what was on my mind is when you spiritually wake up, when you have that moment where you realize that there is way more than you thought out there and you become aware of this soul that's in in you and that it is alive and pulsing with these beautiful energy bodies and connects you to so much more than just the people that are around you in your life but a vast majority of other souls that are not just on this planet but on other planes of existence it's not like the most comfortable sensation for most people. I feel like sometimes people say spiritual awakening and they think, oh, you're totally like this Zen person. You're completely balanced. You have this like amazing picture of these people on a beach that are meditating and they look completely peaceful. But like for me, spiritually waking up is like one of those things that like Actually, you're kind of like at the top of a roller coaster and you're about to go down the big drop and you're just like, oh my God. (laughs) That to me is what spiritual awakening is anyway. So the other a couple of things that you can experience with waking up. Now, I hope that that doesn't like dissuade any of you if who maybe are listening to this and just are curious about spirituality and like, oh, maybe, maybe I don't want to do that. That sounds horrifying. It's really, it really isn't horrifying. I swear it's actually the most beautiful experience ever. This is just coming from me. <laughs> so please don't, please don't be afraid. It is absolutely incredible. But the other things that I've come to realize that happened with spiritual awakening. One of them is you realize that you have this incredibly vast capacity for love that you didn't realize that you maybe had before. Now, if you if you don't have children, I know that sometimes this is a really good example and sometimes there are people that maybe don't have kids, but for those of you that do, this is something that is not unfamiliar so with when you have kids you kind of realize when you do have a child you're like i never realized i could love something so much and then you have maybe another kid and you're like i didn't think i could love anything more than the original kid and now it's like you realize wow i didn't realize i could love so much but if you don't it's the same thing it's not anything that's completely not similar to that And what I mean by that is when you find 
other people that share the same concepts that you do, that share the same um, mentality that you do, that have this compassion and have this love that you want to experience and they want to experience that with you too. And you realize that some of those people are actually your soul families. That is an incredible feeling when you recognize somebody on a soul level that you maybe have never seen them before, but there's a familiarity there and you're like, oh my God, I totally know you. I know you and it's your soul recognizing theirs and it's just like the most incredible experience and like if you weren't awake a lot of times people just pass that off as like maybe I just saw them in the supermarket or something they just look familiar but when you wake up you realize that holy crap this person has shared lives with me past lives so soul families and creating those bonds and that and, and, and understanding who these people are and how much love you experience with them on all spectrums, right? And that's the other thing is spirituality is such a spectrum, which I will get to on one of my podcasts, one of the big ones on Saturdays. <laughs> and the other thing with apart from soul families is soul mates. And those tend to be another spectrum of things as well. So you have somebody that you share a connectivity with that isn't just, that can be not just a platonic thing. It can also be a deeply intimate, deeply sexual thing as well. And um, that is like a with a soul family, it's somebody that maybe you've shared many lifetimes with, but you have this really deep connection with and that you've passed through many lifetimes and maybe shared that type of a intimacy with through those lives. And so soulmates, you can have multiple of those, which is, I mean, incredible. Can you imagine meeting multiple people that you've been just deeply in love with over many different lifetimes in just one, like say tomorrow you meet three of your soulmates and it's just like, how could I love somebody so much? And then it's just, you meet another one and you're like, oh my God. So your capacity for love tends to just grow exponentially, like just an infinite amount. I mean, that's kind of the way that I equate infinity. That's the only way that my human brain can kind of conceptualize infinity in its complete vastness and that it will keep going and going is is the concept of love, right? It it is a never ending and, and undying thing that will always be in existence and that will not to be completely cheesy, but conquer all things, if you will. The other thing with this capacity for love and a type of relationship apart from soul families and soulmates is twin flames. Now, I talked about soulmates and twin flames on another podcast, but I've recently had a little bit more of a deep connection with this twin flame concept, and it is absolutely fascinating. And you have no, I mean, it's, it's just like, you think you love somebody, but then when you have that that twin flame connection where you are at one point during your soul spark when your when your consciousness comes into existence and it's just one thing, but then it splits into two and then you find that other piece. Not that it's two halves becoming a whole because they're both complete, 
but it just that that sameness that balance of the yin and yang and it's just like a huge explosion of compassion and love and and balance and just all the spiritual goodness kind of coagulating into one amazing thing so twin flames are a whole other concept of of the love that's encompassing in a spiritual awakening so there's that and then also you experience and understand how much you actually carry with you or how much that you have been carrying with you and it's almost like you put on if you've ever been backpacking and you get one of those backpacks that you that you you set on your hips and you carry all the the weight on your hips and on your shoulders and you just keep piling crap on in that backpack and you don't really realize how much is in there until you finally become aware and you dump it out. And that I feel like is what it's like when you wake up spiritually because you're you're aware that you're carrying things with you but like you don't really think about it because you know it's in the past or whatever but you experience some of the the trauma or the you know the issue with it every single day and like interactions with other people and when you wake up you become aware of like oh my god I have been carrying all of this with me all this time pain trauma anger sadness betrayal loss humiliation and with these come the with these comes the process of forgiving and releasing and I have to have to also place this out there because when I when I was a kid I didn't really get a good definition of what forgiveness meant and when you forgive somebody it's almost like you feel like well it's done it's done and it's over with and all's all's well and that's totally not what it's about that's never what it's been about forgiving someone or something or whatever is going on has nothing to do with you just giving up the the situation or saying that everything is okay forgiveness to me this has been a huge thing for me forgiveness does not mean that everything is okay and forgiveness does not mean that everything is going to be all right and that it means forgetting absolutely does not mean forgetting on the contrary when you forgive it should mean that you always remember you always remember because what you went through is a lesson and something that you have to remember and carry with you in a sense where you're not holding on to the the negative emotion with it but so that way if you come up against something like that you remember that lesson and that way you don't do it again it's sort of like your self-preservation but when you forgive really what this is is you're allowing yourself to empty out that backpack and you're saying to yourself that i'm i'm okay with letting go of all this it's it's no longer mine to carry with me and then you set it free and there is a myriad of different ways for you to do this and i've touched on this on one of my podcasts also is you know you can 
write down whatever this issue is and it can be as as small as you know this this neighbor was really loud one night and you know was you know was really rude to me or whatever or as deeply traumatizing as you know watching a loved one die or you know having a sexual trauma or there's so many things and it is not going to take just one time of you releasing it so you can write all these things down and then burn that little piece of paper that you wrote it on and that is a good way of the first step of you letting go and you may have to do that you know 10 100 a thousand times before the pain and the sadness or the anger that you feel whatever it is that lower vibrational feeling that you're carrying with you all this time is really easing up and but you have to keep working on it and that's what forgiveness is is continually letting go and allowing yourself to be set free of those emotions and it's not about letting that other person or that other thing feel better about the situation or have some release it's about you receiving release ultimately so that is like one of the biggest things i feel like with spiritual awakening is that you experience this tremendous capacity for loving other people and things let me just tell you one of the things with with just to go uh, kind of jump back i know i'm kind of going back and forth here but with with going back to the love category and like experiencing this tremendous amount of love and connectivity to pretty much everything and that just that doesn't just include just here fellow humans that's also plants and animals as well so So sometimes people experience a a connectivity with plants and animals and that they can actually hear their animals speak to them or even their plants. And because everything that, and this goes back to a lot of developed knowledge from predominantly Native American and other indigenous tribes and people that learned that plants and animals have their own spirit and their own type of immortal soul and you develop a connectivity with even them and when you become an empath now this isn't for everybody and sometimes i mean i've i've i'm just speaking for myself and i know that there are some other empaths that have experienced this as well that when you become an empath it becomes harder for you to eat meat and that doesn't mean everybody is like that because I know plenty of empaths that are totally fine with eating meat and a lot of that has to do with the fact that meat is a um, a grounding type of thing to eat and it's also can be lower vibrational energy that you're taking in and then sometimes you don't need that if you're a pretty well-grounded person you may, may find that you do not 
need a lot of meat or dairy or things in your diet that can actually kind of further ground you. Um, and then sometimes depending on the type of meat or dairy that you're eating, it can be um, lower vibrational types of things that you're taking in. So when I say that, you know, you have this connectivity with not just plants and animals that also kind of goes to also taking in those things too. And a lot of times with plants, because their energy source is of sunlight, you tend to become, your, it, it helps aid your vibration to raise up. I hope I said that right. <laughs> I'm thinking back. It, it raises your vibration because it utilizes a very pure source of energy, if you will. Whereas if you're eating another fellow being, another mammal or something like that, it, it tends to have a lower vibrational effect, if you will. So at any rate, don't be surprised that as you further along this path and you tend to um, meditate more and your vibration becomes a lot higher and you're, you're moving higher up this ladder and each rung is a, a higher vibration, the higher you go, you find that you, you want to continue on forward, but you have to kind of let go of some of the things that are of lower vibrational energy. And if that means that your diet has to change, and that means that maybe your protein sources need to change because you know the, you know, meat and dairy tends to be very like it tends to be a little bit lower vibration. That don't be surprised if that comes up. It doesn't come up for everybody though, but I've just realized the last um, few months that that's something that has changed for me. And so, <laughs> so I had to kind of dial back the amount of meat I'm eating because let me let me tell you, I, I really love meat and potatoes. I'm a meat and potatoes type of girl. I also really enjoy having beer and wine and those sorts of things. And that also is of lower vibrational. It, it, it tends to lower your vibration when you drink alcohol and caffeine. And I know the majority right now are going, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> and I'm, like I said, it's not like you have to give all of these things up. This is purely an individual thing. Like it has to be something that you feel called to do. And for me, this is something that I feel needs to change for me is I need to reduce the amount of alcohol I drink, reduce the amount of caffeine, reduce the amount of meat that I eat and increase the amount of water and, um, and green tea and green vegetables and fruit and all the good things. So this is just for me. So please don't take this as this is what you need to do. No, 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 no. This, you need to figure out what is good for your spiritual growth and development and sort out what works for you. So please don't take that as that. But if, if it does come down the road, just know that that's a totally normal thing. And if it's got to change, then it's got to change. And you'll come to it on your own time if it does ever show up. But that's part of the the spiritual awakening process where you ex your experience this vast capacity for love. It, I feel like that's in that category. So... At any rate, that's pretty much all the things that I wanted to go over with you guys. Now, I know that this was a separate segment that I'm building on, and I do apologize because I was I was talking last night, and my 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 two year old came out, and I had to kind of put her back to bed. So, 
I had to create another segment in order to finish my my train of thought which kind of interrupts things but at any rate that was that was finishing up my train of thought with that and I, I hope that you guys realize that this whole spiritual awakening process is is totally unique to who you are and like I said before it's a spectrum you know and your gifts and your uniqueness is is all who you are and finding out what it is that you really need for yourself and it's not going to be this easy process it's not like one day you're trudging along with all of the weight of the world on your back and then all of a sudden everything is better it takes a long time to sort out how to make your life exactly what you need it to be and just the awakening process can be extremely wonderful and beautiful but it's also challenging because you do have things that you need to let go of everybody does you don't really know one person that is totally free of guilt and shame and fear and anger and lower vibrational energy I I don't really know anybody that's like that even the most enlightened of people that are my mentors they have their own demons if you will (laughs) they have their own issues that need to be sorted out and don't feel like you're alone because you aren't everybody has their own separate problems their own spectrum of issues that they're trying to deal with and you're going to find people that are going to be extraordinarily helpful along this journey with you and some that are there to just give you the lesson that you need and then you they move on and you move on but everybody is important for whatever reason in your life and to recognize what lessons you are learning from each individual person is all a part of the awakening process and to just take it day by day and know that You're going to have your highs and lows and you're going to experience other people's emotions as an empath. That's sort of the third thing is that sometimes you're going to realize that your emotions aren't your own. And because you've opened up to, like I have mentioned in previous podcasts, the collective conscious and the collective unconscious, and you experience what other people are feeling on a huge level. And sometimes you'll wake up and you'll have really good days. And then sometimes you'll wake up and they're not so good. And as an empath, just understand that sometimes you have to just kind of step back and ask yourself, is this, is this me that I'm experiencing? And some, it's good to just sit back and meditate on what it is that your energy is feeling and then what it is that maybe is going on in your life and others around you and don't be surprised if maybe you realize oh man you know my my best friend's going through you know a horrible breakup or you know my family has you know my sister has a kid that's in the hospital you know There are so many things that could be going on in your life that are affecting those that are are important around you and you're feeling what they're feeling. That's really common for lightworkers and empaths. And really empaths and lightworkers are kind of like hand in hand. They're sort of the same thing, just so you know. I'll probably do another podcast that's 
you know, going around what a light worker is and then what an empath is. That's really pretty much the same thing, except for there are some differences, which I will discuss. But at any rate, just understand that when you wake up, it's not always an easy process and that you're going to experience a huge growth of your capacity for love. You're also going to experience what it's like to really forgive and let go of the things that you don't really need to hold on to anymore. And that can be very freeing and also a little scary as well. Seeing those things and unpacking them and, and seeing what they are. And that can be really painful, but it's also very liberating. And then also realizing that sometimes your emotions, they, they aren't yours that you're experiencing. And that's okay. And you're going to get through it. And this is not just a you process. This is a lot of people that are empathetic that are going through it and feel free to message me. I know that there's a way you can message me on the podcast. You can also do it on my Facebook page if you want to um, at third eye with Lorelai podcast on Facebook. You can also email me at three R D E Y E L O R E L E I at gmail.com. And if you need help, if you're like, man, this is really rough for me. I just need a little bit of extra guidance. Know that I'm here and I am more than happy to help you if you're going through some rough spots and just need a little extra guidance. I get it. I was just there and still going through it. <laughs> I don't feel like this is something that is going to ever be a non-issue, if you will. So, but it's okay. We're all, all of us are kind of doing this right now and we're, we're all here and we're in it together. I know that you've probably heard that a million times. So forgive me for being a gigantic cliche right now, <laughs> but it's true. I am here and I'm willing to help you. So if you have any questions, please contact me and know that I got all the love and light here for you. So I think that's all I have to say for now. So I hope that you guys enjoyed my little bite-sized nugget of Third Eye with Lorelei podcast talk. <laughs> and I look forward to talking to you again on Saturday with the full episode with all the crystals and the quotes of the week and whatnot and a fabulous topic. So at any rate, love and light to all of you. And I look forward to talking to you really soon. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.